Hello, Chris. Hello, Ben. What a turbulent, crazy world we live in. That is true. Times, they are a-changing. Just, well, we can only hope. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we're just to do a mini-so today, and uh, yeah. I am kind of low on ideas. Well, fortunately, I've got one. You do? That might be able to help us out. What is this idea? So, I'm curious... Uh, because we had a long period of isolation, some people are still in isolation. If there's a, a work of art or uh, a book or uh, just in general, a piece of pop culture that you associate with isolation, not necessarily something that you would watch in isolation, but something that that makes you think about isolation um you know the first thing that came to mind uh was uh, uh thx uh 11 what is that 1134 1138 38 i was right? getting to that one. yeah i don't know uh that that one that lucas did george yeah. lucas did yeah <laughs> i've never actually seen the film uh but I've seen clips of it, and it's just yeah. very, very jarring, very strange. There's or, something uh, very bleak about it. Yeah, especially the the electronic sounding voice over the loudspeaker when you see the trailer. Mm-hmm. Or uh, maybe maybe uh, Kubrick's uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. There are certain parts in that that are yeah. just really silent. Really isolated. Yeah, is this one guy... He's floating in space, and sometimes, when, especially when he's in the suit, you just hear him breathing, and that's all you hear for like oh, yeah. for like five minutes or so. Uh, so there's definitely, I, it's interesting. I go to science fiction when I think of isolation. Yeah, that is interesting. I think it's definitely something in science fiction movies that comes up a lot because of budgets. Mm -hmm. It's hard to have a big crowd all in futuristic costumes on a giant futuristic set. But it's a lot easier to have a few characters. And also, I think it's kind of like the desert in the Western. That vast expanse of space has that kind of, like, isolation to it. Yeah. Interestingly enough, I don't think of the Western when I think of uh, isolation. Even though, historically speaking, that's probably more accurate. Yeah. But but I think Westerns as a whole tend to focus on small groups, like the small town, the ranch, uh -huh. families. Well, there's uh, more drama the and posse. conflict. Right. In those scenarios than the guy riding alone for three days to get to town or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that would make an interesting movie, actually. Yeah. The things that would happen or... There's some yeah. good uh there's some good westerns from the 50s like um 310 to Yuma takes place mostly in a hotel room. Mm -hmm. Um High Noon takes place in a town but it's kind of limited. I don't think the action ever leaves the town. No, you know, he's he stays in the town the whole time. 
So there's a few westerns in that era in particular that are more psychological uh, isolation type dramas. Yeah, I would think I would I would think it'd be interesting to kind of have a guy who's he's writing as you say for three days and kind of this what is he thinking about and kind of like getting into his head. Mm-hmm. I think that would they would that would make an interesting movie. I think I'll have to make that one. I think that would be up your alley there, Ben. I think uh, so too. <laughs> kind of just judging from the your your some of your puppet films that I've I've seen. Yeah. Um, one of my friends. I'm doing a puppetry conference now, and one of my friends is making a puppet western, which is really exciting. Oh. Yeah. Um. But yeah, um, I was gonna say also something desert related that I think of whenever I think of isolation, I think of uh, Georgia O'Keeffe who was an artist who lived out yeah. in the desert and painted flowers, mostly desert flowers. I am actually familiar with some of her work. Hey, good. Um, I think it's in the book that you gave me, the collection of world art. Hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, Georgia O'Keeffe has a different take on isolation, I guess. She kind of zoomed in to the detail and found the the energy and the life kind of contained within a small area. That is that is interesting. And color th- and energy. So that's actually that's something I've experienced a little bit myself. Uh, I've actually got to keep my job. I got to stay at work through this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I I still have uh, my family's been kind of kept at home and quarantined off. Yeah. So when I have days off, uh, obviously everything else is still closed, and I was spent uh, some afternoons in my backyard practicing with my camera, uh, trying to figure out how to be a photographer, but kind of focusing in on on flowers and bees, mm-hmm. and and trying to capture birds as they're flying around in that backyard. You do kind of catch that uh, the smaller world. Yeah, it's a really cool thing. How you can have that kind of, uh, that same sense of, uh, cosmicness that you would have if you were in space or in a big desert, but in mm-hmm. the tiny area of your backyard or an anthill or wherever it is inside a flower. Amazing how deep things go, uh, small and how deep things go big. Yeah. What do you think, Pop Story and listeners? Tell us your thoughts. Popstorian at gmail.com is the email address to do it. We've got Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all these places you can check us out, give us a follow, give us a share, give us a like. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Chris, and thank you, listeners. We'll see you next time. Bye.